When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Casco is Charlie Munger's favorite stock, but not for the reasons that you might think. We'll analyze Costco's stock by looking at their financials, the qualitative factors for their business. You'll want to stick around as we estimate two fair values for the company, then stay till the end when we give our final rating. Along the way, there's going to be a key bonus metric that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Costco for your stock portfolio. This analysis is going to be intense, but worth it. Before we get into these valuable metrics, how has Costco performed? Right now, Costco trades for $533.53 per share. Year-to-date, they're beating the market. Their stock price is up 23.5%, while the S&P 500 is just up 11.5%. In the last decade, Costco's beat the market by a lot. They're compounding at 17% annually. They've returned 378% to shareholders, while the S&P 500 has returned just 160%. Going back before the global financial crisis, in the last 18 and a half years, Costco's performance shines through. They're compounding at over 14% annually. That beats the market. These returns are just in their stock price. Their dividends are added to this as well. Right now, Costco pays a modest 0.69% dividend yield, That's their regular dividend yield. Costco has also paid out special dividends over this time, most recently paying a special dividend of $10 per share in December of 2020. Right now, Costco trades just $8 below their 52-week high. The company is up $115 from their 52-week low. Just under 1% of their shares are sold short. Costco's a huge company. They have a $245 billion market cap. But the burning questions are, why does Charlie Munger love Costco, and does it pay for you to keep a close eye on the business? Costco operates a membership-based, no-frills retail model predicated on offering a select product assortment in bulk quantities at bargain prices. The firm avoids maintaining costly product displays by keeping inventory on pallets and limits distribution expenses by storing its inventory at point of sale in the warehouse. Given Costco's frugal cost structure, the firm is able to price its merchandise below competing retailers, driving high sales volume per warehouse, and allowing the retailer to generate strong profits on thin margins. Costco turns its inventory much faster than the average retailer. It operates 591 warehouses in the United States and boasts over 60% market share in the domestic warehouse club industry. Internationally, Costco operates another 270 warehouses, primarily in markets such as Canada, Mexico, Japan, and the UK. Now let's dive deep into their financials. Metric number one, we want Costco's average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. The average business earns 7% returns on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. Over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock's returns are likely to be around their returns on capital. Costco's had very strong returns throughout this time. They've been very stable, especially since 2020, coming in around the mid 20% range. Averaged out, Costco earns 21.7% returns on capital in a given year. That's more than three times better than a typical business. This is a huge check on our first metric. 
Metric number two, we want to see revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth. All three need to be up. This metric's all or nothing. We'll also include their numbers from their last 12 months, which aren't shown on this chart. In this time, Costco's grown revenues by 66%. Their earnings are up 91%. Their free cash flows lead the growth charge. They've more than doubled in the last five years alone. Great to see. Free cash flow is the lifeblood of any business. Ultimately, a business is valued on the sum of its free cash flows now and until Judgment Day, discounted back by a reasonable interest rate. We'll be using two methods based on Costco's free cash flows to estimate their fair value later in our analysis. You won't want to miss them. These three are up. This is another check on metric number two. Metric number three, we want earnings per share growth. This looks at Costco from the view of an individual shareholder. In this time, we just learned Costco's grown their net incomes or their earnings by 91%. That's one part of this equation. We also want to look at their shares outstanding. Costco's had very tiny shareholder dilution throughout this. Their earnings growth has far exceeded any dilution. Costco's earnings per share are up. This is a check on metric number three. So far through three metrics, Costco's perfect to start. Can they keep this going? Metric number four, we want free cash flow per share growth. Similar situation. Costco's more than double their free cash flows. This blows their tiny shareholder dilution out of the water. Another check here on metric number four means Costco's perfect so far. We'll look at how the business manages its debt, then get to our valuations. But first, it's time for our bonus. Right now, Costco pays a modest 0.69% dividend yield. As our bonus, we want Costco's dividends to be supported by their free cash flows. This is the case in all of the last five fiscal years. Costco's grown their dividends over this time. They've also more than... They've more than doubled their free cash flows as well. Costco easily supports their dividend payouts. That's the case today. It's exactly what we're looking for. This is a check on our bonus. Costco seems like a reliable dividend growth stock. Calling it now, Costco has the potential to be a future dividend aristocrat or even a dividend king. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses or even go bankrupt. Metric number five, we want Costco's net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five fiscal years. In this time, Costco's had negative net debt in all five years. This means they're left over with cash after paying off their debts. They ended last year with $6.3 billion in cash. Today, they have $4.7 billion in cash. In these last five years, Costco's generated $21 billion of free cash flow. Not only do they have this strong cash position, they generate a lot of cash flow in their business. Costco looks very strong financially. This is a huge check on metric number five. Flawless through our first five metrics. Does Costco have what it takes to go six for six on our analysis and be a perfect select six stock? Why don't we find out? The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Costco's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a small risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we'll estimate a fair value for Costco. Right now, they have a $238.5 billion enterprise value. This accounts for both their net debt position and their market cap. It looks at Costco similar to it being a private business. Costco produced $21 billion of free cash flow in their last five years. In an average year, they produced $4.2 billion in cash over this time. When that's divided by their enterprise value, we get a 1.7% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, Costco produced $5.8 billion of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When we divide that by their enterprise value, it gives us a 2.4% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Both of these are below the yield from the 10-year treasury. They're below our risk premium as well. 
This means on metric number six, this is our only X of the day for Costco. We're not finished yet. Don't just throw this business out. We still need to estimate Costco's fair value per share and give our rating. Everything we've discussed so far is important, yet there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Costco. This takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate Costco's fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We're starting with Costco's free cash flows, then using historical assumptions to grow these into the future. Up to you to figure out if these are accurate or not for Costco. They've been highly predictable in their past. If we assume their free cash flows through a combination of in-store sales, membership growth, and new warehouse openings grow at 17% annually in the next decade, then in the following decade, assuming these grow at 10% annually, we'll add in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. If we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, at today's valuation multiples, if you want this return, an estimate of their fair value is around $366 per share. That's down $200 from their current stock price. Keep some key points in mind. Qualitatively, Costco might be one of the strongest businesses out there. A lot of that's reflected in their financials, but it's not all captured. This discount rate is an estimate of total returns to shareholders based on these free cash flows. It includes any common or special dividends, plus any gains in their stock price. Costco also has benefited from multiple expansion. Right now, it trades toward the high end of some lofty valuations, with a price to free cash flow multiple of 42 times, and it's trading for 40 times earnings. This multiple expansion is unlikely to occur into the future. If anything, it's more likely it would work against the business. Keep that in mind. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll talk about our rating, but we need to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but Costco's qualitative factors are probably even more important. Why don't we find out what they are? As Charlie Munger likes to do, let's start with the negatives first. These are some of the short factors around Costco. Number one, as Costco reaches a point of maturity in its US and Canadian markets, the firm's cost leverage may show signs of decline. Number two, Costco has lagged competing retailers when it comes to digital innovation and omnichannel fulfillment, which could cause customers to favor retailers such as Walmart and Amazon that have prioritized the digital customer experience in recent years. Number three, with its significant presence in California, which make up 28% of U.S. net sales, the firm's domestic growth could be at risk due to the state's outflow of residents in recent years. Now let's look on the bright side and see some long factors for Costco. These are some of the reasons Charlie really loves the business. Number one, Costco maintains a proven formula for successfully translating its operations across borders. It faces minimal direct competition abroad, implying a long runway of growth prospects. Number two, with unmatched scale and plentiful consumer data, Costco's pricing and value proposition remain superior relative to competing retailers and should be difficult to replicate. Number three, since inception, Costco has impressively driven robust shareholder returns through prudent organic reinvestments in price and warehouse expansion, and it's unlikely they'll veer from this in the future. Costco has one of the strongest cultures of any company in the world. Now let's get to our rating. We've learned in our analysis of Costco, stock ticker COST, the business's financials look phenomenal. They have a lot of the signs of being a wonderful business with high returns on capital, good growth, a cash position on their balance sheet, lots of free cash flow, plus they've had strong shareholder returns. 
The business has a whole slew of qualitative factors to back it up as well. To quote from Charlie Munger, I love everything about Costco. I'm a total addict and I'm never going to sell a share. That's what Warren Buffett's right-hand man of more than 60 years said about their business. Keep in mind this isn't financial advice. Only knock to Costco came on its valuations. It's trading for some high multiples. Because of that, it doesn't look attractive compared to the 10-year treasury. When we performed our discounted cash flow valuation, from today's multiples, using those assumptions, if you want a 15% rate of return, an estimate of their fair value per share is around $366. Costco last traded at those levels in April of 2021. Those returns correspond with their stock price since then. When we look at all of Costco's factors, they look like a great candidate for more research. While potentially expensive, this is the textbook of a great business. If you enjoyed learning about Costco, check out my book list below to learn more and subscribe to the channel.